today on Commitment to Truth. Here's the place where exhaustion always occurs. It's in the heart. The seat of your feelings, desires, and affections. And what God is saying is like, no, where this weariness and this losing of the heart is in that immaterial part of you and I. That's why he's our heroes, because he gets us. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. No matter come, whatever comes your way, whatever you feel like today, He feels it. He feels your grief. He feels your disappointment. He feels your frustrations, right? He feels it all. And it's important that we understand that because we're very feely people. Even if you feel like you're not. <laughs> we're all feely people. We are, we all have feelings. And he feels everyone's feelings, which is so cool. So this word, again, sympathize goes on to me to be sympathized with. So when others are not sympathetic towards you, he is what always sympathetic towards you. It also means to feel for you. So he feels for you to have compassion on. So everything we need when it comes to navigating life, listen, navigating sin, because everybody in this room, including myself, are sinners. We fall short of the glory of God. There's still a high standard. He's never going to deviate from holiness and righteousness. He's never going to deviate from that, no matter how difficult our days may be. But he understands you until you get there. The next word. Since we have this great high priest who sympathize with us, you know what it should do? Give us the confidence to approach him. It's not a God that's so far off. The scripture says he's near. So draw near to him as he draw nears to you. So he gets you, right? So there, don't be afraid. Come to him. So think about that relationally. Right? Think about the times you disappointed mom and dad and you're like, I don't even want to see their face. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just know exactly what's going to happen. I don't want to see their face. I don't want to breathe the same air as mom and dad. Right? Right? Some of us was a little more afraid than others, but you, you, you follow me? So the same many times we translate that on to God is like, oh, well, you know, I sinned. I did wrong. I was tempted. I did wrong. I, I don't want to even breathe the same air as God. So I'm not coming to church anymore. Then I'm not coming to Bible study anymore, small groups anymore. Then I'm not calling that other Christian anymore because But listen, he says, no, he understands. He understands how you feel. Matter of fact, he feels for you. So come to him and approach him with confidence. So where confidence means this, the freedom in speaking. The beautiful thing about this high priest that God has given us through Christ is you can say whatever you're feeling. 
And chances are, if you're not saying whatever you're feeling, he already knows what you're saying before you say it. So you might as well just go ahead and be honest with him and just have the freedom in speaking. That's the beautiful part of prayer. You have the freedom in saying whatever's on your mind. It also means this, the unreservedness in speech. So there's this, many times we approach God, and many, many times in this reserved context. I get it, he's holy, absolutely. But he knows you. He knows me. He knows us. He knows when you're upset. He knows when you're frustrated. He knows when you're disappointed. He knows when other people disappoint you. So don't fake it. Just be real. It also means open without concealment. So that, in other words, my heart is completely open before God. Just, I'm not concealing anything. I'm an open book. Last part of the definition means this. Without ambiguity. In other words, don't go in there trying to disguise what you really feel, right? Free and fearless and confidence. Cheerful, courage, boldness. And here's the last word, assurance. You go in knowing that your great high priest understands you and you have great assurance that he does. That's his promise. That's why he's our heroes, because he gets us. He gets us. Christ is the faith. Christ is our great high priest. And lastly, you find in verse 3, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Think about this. He's given all of us a measure of faith. Because he's the faithful one. And if you've put your faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, the faithful one lives within you. So you all have a measure of faith, right? But faith comes by hearing, hearing the, what? The word of God. So faith can continue to grow, which is so cool that God gives us the opportunity to have a measure of faith and then faith can grow and increase in each one of our lives. And I believe faith grows in Christ through Christ because of we know Christ, there's this intimacy that is birthed through his, his priestlyhood. In other words, because of Christ, the veil of the temple is open and you can walk in freely and confidently. That there's no hindrances or you know, impediments that, that separates us from him any longer. Which then should lead to, you know what? I should never lose heart. I should never go weary. Not because I'm some fantastic Christian or superhero myself. It's because of him. He's always accessible to me. He's the source of faith. And he's always accessible to me. So Christ is the faith. Christ is the high priest and Christ remains and will always be the source. A few words we need to 
to understand clearly. The words grow weary means this, to be weary of constant work. Anybody work so hard, especially work so hard for Jesus, that you grow weary. Run to him. You ever just work in life and just feel unappreciated? His promise is that he came for you and I and we look to him when we get weary. Don't look to anyone else to give you strength. Don't look to a pastor. Don't look to any other creative being. Don't look to your spouse. Don't look to, any, don't look to a friend to help you when you're weary. We'll fail you every time. Look to Jesus. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Hello, my name is Norberto Colon Jr. and I'm a ministry leader for the worship ministry at Commitment Church, a place for all nations. I would like to personally invite you to come to one of our events this month. For the latest events, you can visit commitmentchurch.org events. And if you and your family are looking for a church, we're here on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. Grow weary also means to grow sick, to the weariness of mind, to be faint-hearted. That sounds like so many people today. It just gets so worn down, beat up, spit out, but yet the tendency is to turn to some other hero. Small age. Someone else we think can rescue us. Something else that we think can fulfill us. But the only hero, the only rescuer is Christ. The word lose heart means this, or lose means this, to be exhausted in mind and also in mind. So think about this. How many times do you find yourself so exhausted and weary and worn out and you're expecting your wife to come home and, and whisper sweet nothings in your ear and she does everything but that? <laughs> you follow me? You know that, that you, you know, ladies, <laughs> you know, husband comes home and you just think, that he's going to read your mind and know exactly how your day went. Right? And he doesn't even know. He has, he's clueless. Totally clueless. Like, what's wrong with you? What did I do? I just came home. You know, and it's like, and just totally clueless. Clueless. He can't be your hero. Parents are not created to be heroes. Sports figures aren't created to be heroes. We're human. When you're losing heart and you're exhausted, he's the source. You see, here's the place where exhaustion always occurs. It's in the heart. You see, the heart is that immaterial part of man, the seat of your feelings, desires, and affections. I get my feelings hurt 
That's a term we've coined. Get my feelings hurt. Why? It's because maybe it didn't turn out like I want it to be. Or you didn't do or say what I thought you should do or say. So I get my feelings hurt. Or where do we really follow me? Your, my feelings isn't hurt because my hand is hurt. My feelings are hurt where? In that immaterial part of you that only God sees. And then we start acting things out because we're what? Hurt. And what God is saying is like, no, we're this weariness and this losing of the heart is in that immaterial part of you and I that a husband will never see, a wife will never see, a parent will never see, an employer. People that we get hurt by can never see the unseen parts of us. Only God. So there, if we're asking people to help me feel better in unseen parts, and they can't see where the unseen parts are, we're asking the wrong people to help me and help us, right? So our challenge is to understand, no, I, I, I look to Jesus, who is the faith, the author and the perfecter of my faith. I look to Jesus who gets me, the high priest. Because he has the power and ability to get us all simultaneously. Make sense? I mean, can you imagine a parent if you have like eight kids in a household and all eight kids want you to get them? I struggle with that with three. But that's how, that's how weird we get. It's like, oh, well, well, why is that child acting that way? Because something in the immaterial part of them you would never be able to reach. So don't point them to you as their hero. Point them to Jesus. Who would never disappoint. Because he knows the unseen parts of a man or woman's heart. He knows the quietness of someone's prayers. Listen, he knows the secrets of people's dreams. Amen. He knows people's passions and what motivates them and inspires them and, you know, corrects behavior. He knows all of the above. And the only one who can do that is Christ. Christ alone. So Christ is our source to help us overcome the tempter and the devil and all the temptations. He is our satisfaction. Listen to what Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 through 18 reminds us of. Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, meaning came in the flesh, Jesus. So that through death he might destroy the one who has power of death, that is the devil. And free those who through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. For clearly he does not give help to angels, believe it or not. But he gives help to the descendants of Abraham. And guess who you are if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You are a descendant of Abraham. You're, the, you're part of the sand of the seashore and the stars in the sky. That's who you and I are through the finished work of Jesus Christ. 
verse 17, he says, Therefore, in all these things, he had to be made like his brothers, you and I, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest. You hear that? What we just talked about. In things pertaining to God, to make propitiation or a substitutionary uh, satisfaction. In other words, there was a need for a lamb. There was a need for someone to die. He satisfied that in the eyes of God. For the sins of the people. For since he himself was tempted in that which he has suffered, he is able to come to the aid or bring aid of those who are tempted. So no matter what you go through, he's the source. This hero brings aid for every single thing that you ever face. In your life. He gets you. Think about that. He is, he is the, the essence of your faith. He's the high priest that gets us. Who went in for us. And also gets us. And he says. On top of that. I'm your source. I will always bring you aid. In time of need. Let me end with this. Someone said, a hero is no braver than an ordinary man, but he is brave five minutes longer. <laughs> I also heard someone say, a hero is someone who's just overcome their fear just for a moment. But Jesus hung on the cross from the third hour 9 a.m. to the ninth hour, 3 p.m. For six hours, he hung there. It was about 17 hours from the Garden of Gethsemane experience to the cross. Can you imagine wrestling for 17 hours in the day? Knowing that you're going to die. For people who didn't even want you. Or 8,760 hours, 8,760 hours of the last year of his life that he knew this year I will die. Can you imagine living the last year of your life knowing that you were going to die? Just the emotional agony, the emotional intensity, the emotional impact or whatever it may be that he's, he suffered not only these short few hours, which I don't think anybody in this room, including myself, wouldn't be able to endure. But, but you look at, even if you want to date it back to he was born to die. So multiply 33 times 8,760. 8, you know in all of your living life that you have come to ultimately die for people who rejected you. That's a hero. So my question for us today, 
as we close. He's given you at least 8,760 hours in one year. How much of your life are you willing to give for him? Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you sent your only son to die for each one of us. We're so thankful. We're so appreciative of our hero, Jesus. God, it is so exciting to know, my God, that Jesus came to die. He was buried and he rose again victoriously over death. And he's earned the right to be our hero. He's earned the right because he is the faith. Everything comes from him. Everything points back to him. Thank you, God, that he is the great high priest who understands us intimately, uniquely. Thank you, God, that he is the source of all that we need in our time of need. Oh God, give us the courage to at least surrender our lives back to him. Thank you again for listening to our series, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.